Welcome, welcome, welcome. And we back once again. Twice in one week? What? Chilling with Chad. Episode number 14. And let's just get it kicked off right now. My name is Chad. And I have a problem. My problem is... I've been in an abusive relationship... For the past 26 years or so. What the fucking dudes. These dudes. Got one of the highest payrolls in the NFL. Usually one of the best teams in the league. But these motherfuckers just can't get it together. And I'm just... Well, it started at the beginning. The NFL season finally kicked off this week. And uh, Dallas Cowboys had a primetime game, as usual, the last few years. Because, I mean, they're a top team. So, they're supposed to be one of the most shown, most covered teams in the league. So, they had the primetime game in week one. And as usual, the motherfucker shit the bed and lost 19-3 to Tampa Bay and the GOAT, Tom Brady. I'm very comfortable with calling Tom Brady the GOAT. Man got seven, eight Super Bowls, been to the Super Bowl like 12 times. Like, hey, he's the GOAT. Like, nobody else better than him. Like, it is what it is. Also, the Cowboys have never beaten Tom Brady since he's been in the league. Last night's loss made it 0-7 versus Tom Brady, which, I mean, hey, what can you do? Like, the man been in the league 23 years, kicking ass. Like, I mean, it's, it ain't nothing you can do about it. I mean, he does what he does. He But uh, the the Cowboys I saw last night just despicable. Like they they started off okay, the offense was moving, but you only get three points on the board the whole game. You lose nineteen to three. The defense kind of held up pretty well. They they gave up way too many field goals. To push the lead to 19-3. They only gave up one touchdown. So, they was in the game for the whole majority of the game until coming down the line in the fourth quarter when they just couldn't get it together. Then Dak Prescott gets hurt again, which, man, I'm one of the most – I was one of the biggest Dak Prescott fans before he came to Dallas because I watched him all the way through college. Shout out to my boy G, who was on the earlier chat. He's from Mississippi, so he had been telling me, and he also went to Mississippi State, so he had all been telling me like, man, we got the quarterback down there, man, his name. I saw Dak Prescott in college, and sure enough, he was exactly what they said he was. Great quarterback, pass. He was very mobile. And he still is mobile. He's a mobile quarterback. 
He can move his feet if he need to, but man, it's just I, at this point, I don't know who to blame. Whether it's the the play schemes that they got him running, also his sidekick Ezekiel Elliott, who's supposed to be one of the top running backs in the league, even though he started off pretty well last night, he couldn't get going like they needed them to. Dallas has turned to a very pass-heavy team. Like, you got a man you're paying all this money to, but you just won't run the ball with him like you're supposed to. And I just, I don't understand it. I'm a fan. I always will be a fan, but these Dallas Cowboys, they just, they, they make it hard to keep continuing to root for these guys, man. Year in, year out. And these guys were supposed to be the the driving force to turn the team around and put them over the hump. But, I mean, they playing just as when Tony Romo, in my opinion, was the best quarterback talent-wise that Dallas ever had. Even with Aikman with the three Super Bowls, he, he was a serviceable quarterback, but nobody's ever going to put Aikman at the top quarterback list. Like, he had all the talent. He had all the weapons. Like, but not taking anything away from him, but, like, if you have all that talent, one of the greatest running backs of all time, one of the best wide receivers of all time, quite possibly the best offensive line ever assembled, your defense was top-notch all throughout the 90s. Like, you you had you, you did what you did with what you had. And I salute Troy Aikman, but Tony Romo, with his talent and his ability to move on the fly and think on the fly, and uh, he most, he's the best quarterback Dallas has ever had. But even he couldn't get over the hump. Like he had successful seasons, but the playoff time just it just never happened. He only had, I think, maybe three total playoff wins, and the rest were just disappointing losses. I uh, mean, you can go to the the fumbling. Seattle on the kick. You can go to Dez Bryant, who Dez caught the ball. I don't care what nobody said. He caught the ball, but the referees ruled it incomplete. And there was another heartbreaking loss. Oh, man. Blowouts and just all kinds of. Nonsense throughout the tenure of Tony Romo. So then 2016 comes around. Tony Romo gets hurt. And Dak, who's already the heir apparent, well, my man, it's time for you to step up and get out there and do your thing. And he did. Thir- they went 13 and 3 in Dak and uh, Ezekiel's first season. And just the same old thing. You have good good seasons, and then once you get to the playoffs, it just 
Everything seems to fall apart. And these Cowboys have been, on paper, they should be one of the top teams in the NFL, but they just, they can't get it together like these other teams can, man. I don't, it's, it's either Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones' fault. If it's the coaching staff or, like I said, the play schemes and the plays they run, I don't, I don't. At this point, everybody's to blame. Nobody's safe from blame. Up and down the roster, everybody gets blamed. Like, this team is too talented and too good to be going out like that. And then here we go, another new season and another just – Absolute demoralized. And then now Dak's hurt his hand and he's going to be out for who knows how long. So Cooper Rush or whoever is going to be starting their quarterback, which, man, I mean, I understand the next man up, but, like, as you can tell, like I'm very disappointed in this team. I have been for like and I still can go back to the dark days in the early two thousands where Dallas was just absolutely terrible. They earned the so quote unquote trash teams. They earned that label in the early two thousands after all the big names left. Michael Irvin gets hurt, had to retire. Aikman gets hurt, had to retire. Emmitt stuck around for a while, but then he ended up leaving himself. And the team just started going downhill. Then Tony Romo comes and the team kind of gets turned around. You get Terrell Owens. Like, they, they had some good seasons where would have thought that they was they even they had a thirteen and three season as well. The Cowboys in the late two thousands they had a I want to say the two thousand seven season or so it was that they was thirteen and three and was supposed to make some noise in the playoffs, but they didn't. Just a very disappointed Cowboys fan right now. And this episode this week was supposed to be on a lighter note than last week. Last week was very down and depressing. And, and it's not that I'm down and depressed. I'm just fucking angry this week. <laughs> like, man, I don't know what's going on with these fucking Cowboys, man. But they need to get their shit together. And it's... I mean, I know it's just one game, the first game, but the first game was very telling. Like, these dudes need to do something, man. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to take, but these dudes need a spark up under their ass to see, like, y'all supposed to be much higher than what y'all are or what y'all playing at. And it's going to be that way until something changes. What that change is, 
Who knows? But it starts it right at the top. It starts with Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, all the management, the coaching staff, all the way down. It, some somebody got to find a solution to this shit, man. Like I'm always be a Cowboys fan. I said in episode one, been a diehard fan since I can remember. But man, I'm getting tired of cheering for these guys and rooting for these guys and they just giving us nothing back. Nothing at all. But we're going to leave the Cowboys alone for today. And probably we'll talk about them next episode or whatever the outcome may be next coming weeks. Uh... One more thing before I end the episode. Uh, so we've come to the determination that it's finally time to take some leaps of faith. And shout out to my boy Austin, my boy Alberto, who been on my back. They be like, hey man, you got to put in the work. And I need to push myself to put in this work to build this podcast and make it grow and do bigger things with it. So we got another episode coming. That's going to be episode 15. After episode 15, it's going to be a slight change to Chilling with Chad. Not fully change, but it's definitely going to be a new era of Chilling with Chad. But with that being said, to make sure everything's in order, after 15, the show's going to take a little little quick hiatus just to get all the ducks in a row. Then we're going to come back brand new. Going to be cranking out episodes again. Then we're going to be trying to get some more video and then more interaction with the fans it's like we got some big plans for chilling with Chad and everybody that's been along the ride like as usual though I gotta be so thankful for y'all everybody that sent me a feedback or your text or shoot me a message like hey man I listened to the episode this week man this was good oh man this was funny or oh man this is it's made me think, and I'm like, man, I appreciate that, and I always, I'm always gonna be appreciative of everybody that tunes in the Chilling Chat, everybody that shows love, like that's what's gonna help me and give me the motivation to be like, okay, if this is what they want, we gonna have to give it to them. So, with all that said, Chilling Chat. Episode 14. And we out.